Hey everyone, before we get the show rolling today, go vote in this year's Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards. You have one week to cast your vote. Read the thread in the video game section of showmeyournews.com slash forum, and send a private message to Master of Fossils, and in one week, I'll start pulling together episode 77, the Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards, with special presentations from Sminja's present and past. So what are you waiting for? Vote now, and enjoy the show. This week on Show Me Your News, Spike VGA's Sakurai interview and virtual property are discussed. Also, Kratos in Mortal Kombat, an NBC3 character update, a camera in someone's head, and much more. Sword Hunter joins the show as we will be broadcasting alongside the Spike VGAs, with live reactions and discussions regarding the latest news that breaks during the awards show. Finally, Cyberlink420 discusses a Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Dragoon Prophet in this week's spoiler-filled It's Your Turn. I, Yoko, and the Buzzsaw, along with guest Sword Hunter, break down the latest news. Hey, gaming world, I implore you to... Show me the news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me Your News! for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor of failed gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko. And I'm the Buzzsaw. Today is episode 76 of Show Me Your News, and we are broadcasting live, actually a half hour into, the Spike Video Game Awards, which usually... It's not great as far as video game awards go, but, you know, because we're going to be having our own game awards. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. But uh, our top stories today, we're going to be talking about, you know, of course, what we're playing and all that. Uh, headlines, we got a Sakurai interview that he said some interesting words about uh, Smash Brothers. Virtual property in your will, it's going to happen. Kratos is in Mortal Kombat. NBC 3 update, we got a couple new ladies joining the fight. And some guy put a camera in his head. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, out recently is Epic Mickey and Bejeweled 3. And we got some mail time questions. The big in is going to be scattered throughout the show because, like we said, we're broadcasting live during the Spike Video Game Awards. A lot of news, a lot of new game uh, releases will you know, be sure to break. And yes, we wanted yes, to get... Uh, you know, many interruptions, for sure. Yeah, it's going to be very distracting. We've got the video right there with no audio, and we've got fans uh, pointing out some tidbits. But, you know, we're basically going to be interrupting the show at different times whenever new stuff comes out so we can get uh, live reactions. And finally, the guest today, you know, we'll talk about why it's such a low-key show and just a, you know, blah kind of show today. Uh, <laughs> but my brother Sword Hunter is back. Yay. Yay for me. Thank Yay. You. Thank you. Thank you. Was, was it so like much. episode 55 you were on last or something like that? I, something like that, I think. It's, yeah. it's been a little bit. I think it has been a little I'll bit. I'll have some pride. You're a valued guest. Oh, thank you. That's more than I would have given myself. <laughs> well, I could tell you you're an unvalued guest. I could make it a lot better. <laughs> That'd be Just more so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have some, you know, you know, Buzz wasn't here last week. We gave him some time off because he was kind of in a new living situation. We had the fan cast, too. 
So, Buzz, why don't you give us an update on what your your new situation is while we see <laughs> people running and swimming of army soldiers in, in lakes. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at that video going, what the heck is going on? Um, basically, my situation consists of no possessions. I'm sitting in a vacant room. I don't know if I sound echoey to you, but I sound echoey to myself because there's nothing in this room anymore. Yeah, you can kind of hear, no hear the couches, No tables, no desks. There, yeah. We have nothing. And so... Uh, we finished the move to Utah, so all of our stuff's in Utah, waiting for us to finish school. I have one week left. Hurrah! Huzzah! And uh, fighting to get to the end is all I'm doing. <laughs> I'm using Sugar Computer because I had, I've had two computers die on me in the last two weeks. I've had rotten luck that oh, way. Oh my goodness. And I missed the last, yeah, as Yoko, you pointed out last episode, yeah, I was, I was battling storm warnings and whiteout warnings and on the roads trying to get back from Utah to Idaho. There's all these problems with that. But we made the drive and it was safe and it only took about mm, half hour, maybe an hour longer than usual, so it wasn't too bad. Mm. But we're alive and we're fighting the last week of school, so nothing else new with me. But Fun. yeah, well, good luck on the rest of your finals. And yes, yes. and when you move you will have epic internet and you will love yes, it. Yes. I'm much excited for that. I got to taste it over Thanksgiving, and I was like, "La, it's my own internet, and it's fast." I will be streaming stuff when I move. I promise you that. Excellent. Oh, that is great news for podcast fans. Yes, yes. And so we kind of have our own moving story. Uh, did you want to talk about it, Sword Hunter? Well, sure. We've uh, dealt with some of the th- same things that Buzz has as well. I just finished school. Um, for the semester on Friday. Yeah, not, so not, not, not I'm for all good. Done. Not for good. Oh, not for good. No, I still have another year. But after an 18 credit hour semester, I, I very, I'm grateful, I should say, for the end of the semester. So now we're planning to move into an apartment uh, together, Yoko and I. Um, that's right by my university and also close to um, my new job. I just got an internship. Uh, yeah, internships are so fantastic. Especially when they're paid, so that helps too. Yeah, uh, it's a really <laughs> nice paid internship. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, so it's going to be some interesting work done there. Um, so it's making a, an apartment possible, like to pay for it and all. So it's a really nice place that we got uh, like half a mile from my campus. Um, so we're trying to think of right now like all the different things that we'll need to pull together to make this all work mm-hmm. in like a uh, new bedding situation like since the apartment's not furnished you now it's pulled together like tables and you know other kitchen stuff like we still have to get a microwave because everything else is covered um dude if you can find what is it desert industries goodwill sometimes salvation army stores we got bunches yeah, we of just, salvation armies yeah we Those just went to two friend. salvation <laughs> armies we just went to two salvation armies today so yeah like there's gonna be some uh some good deals around, so we just need to pull all those together. And of course, my biggest um, intriguing purchase is we're going to go for a new TV uh, around Christmas time or so, hoping for like a 42 inch 720p because you don't really need 1080 unless you go like 50 inch or so. So we can get away with 720p. That's probably going to cost us like 400. Oh, we're hoping for a deal around there. So like we're going to make this apartment amazing, just like with its setup. And uh, yeah. It's going to be sick. Indeed. Um, yeah, we're going to be on the third floor, on the top floor of the complex, so no one above us. We're going to be in a corner. And so we're moving on the, on the December 27th. 8th, actually. Data store 27th. Oh, 28th. Okay. Yeah, 28th, though. So, like, 
it, it's it's still fine. Um, it's going to be an interesting experience to move, but uh, it, it'll be interesting. Kind of looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. But we also have to set up uh, Comcast services. It's probably going to be our best bet um, with cable and internet. Uh, don't need phone. Who needs phone service anymore? Yeah. We have cell phones, really. Uh, yeah, it, so it might be a little bit of a down, cre- uh, downturn in our internet while Buzz gets massive upgrades. I don't know. I think Easy. we can still pull. Some but you, you're getting out. Comcast, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. They should. I mean, I you're all the way over in Michigan, but you know, I figure the packages would be kind of similar. You should see what you, uh, packages they offer. I'm sure you can get just as fast as mine for about the same price. Right. How many megabits are you? I'm going to have 20 megabits per second, and it'll be $40 a month. It's amazing. The highest I saw um, in our research was 16, with 2 megabit upload. 16 is still amazing. You understand, I'm living on 5 right now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know what we're doing here. I would guess like 8. So, it wouldn't be a huge upgrade, but yeah. Let's get talking about games, shall we? Okay, if you uh, insist. Yeah, so you know we're both going to be moving during the holiday season. It's going to be it's going to be busy. But you know next week we're going to have our show me your news game of the year award Not next week, next episode. <coughs> we'll talk about that more later at the end of the show. Now it's time for what are you playing? This is where we talk about the games we've been playing recently. We give a little mini review. Buzz, what are you playing? I'll admit it right now. I haven't been playing anything. The only game I, I can remember playing the last like two three weeks. Um, I sat down to play Game Dev Story on the iPad a couple times just to kill some time, and yep, that's about all I can remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, because especially since we, you know, we moved all our stuff, I don't have I don't have my DS here, I don't have my Wii here, oh, no. and my computer died, and so I've been sharing with Sugar. Like, I really haven't been playing anything. So again, my my little shout out goes to Game Dev Story for keeping me company when I'm bored, but. Uh, no games here for the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me during my this past semester. Like, uh, yeah. I don't have time to play anything. So. But you've been playing something, Sorty. Oh, man. Uh, Halo Reach has been put on the back burner for now, but right now I'm big into Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Holy crap. I love this game. And it looked amazing at E3, so I was really looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, picked it up. Um, I don't think day of, like day after or so. And it is fantastic. Um, I mean, it's great driving sim, um, especially with all the different things. Of course, they have a nitro system uh, to help you go even faster and push the limits of these supercars. And, of course, they look amazing. So, I mean, to be able to drive some of the fastest cars, and, of course, the fastest car in the world, production, it, it's pretty amazing. And uh, the best part of it is is that I've only scratched the surface of what it can do. Um, I haven't added anyone as like a friend for their autolog system and really have anyone to compete against. I have uh, some random Xbox Live friend that uh, played like once or twice, so I was able to beat his times, crush his times, I should say, and get <laughs> the achievements for that. Um, I haven't tried online yet. I've just been playing through the career and uh, really like perfecting some of those, trying to get gold on everything, because uh, those are some good achievements um, once you've completed everything. But yeah, making some good progress, sometimes slow. Um, when you're trying to really perfect a run, and like the w- w- one mistake will screw up your entire try, right. your entire trial. Like It gets frustrating at times, but it's a fantastic game, and uh, I'm only going to go online soon, 
and uh, it's just going to get better from there. So I I love the game. I'm so excited. But you're kind of a driving game junkie, right? More or less. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge car person overall, but I mean, come on. Does it have blue shells? <laughs> Might as well have. <laughs> not specifically. I mean, it's, it has EMPs. It has helicopters. It has spike strips. It has, you know, turbo. has jet engines. There you but, go. But, like, it's... Yeah, I mean, like, the, the chases are pretty intense overall. So you can play on both sides, both as a racer and as a cop. So people get to pick um, which side they like more. I'm personally a racer more than a cop. Um, that's, that's just me, though. Yeah, Moses but, uh, is asking about the police chases, if they're better than they are, or as fun as they are in Most Wanted. See, the thing is that this is my first Need for Speed game. Um, I tried uh, Project Gotham, Gotham Racing 3, which I picked up through GameSpot, uh, GameStop for, like, $7.00. So that's basically the only thing I've really had to confirm it on. So saying I'm a racing game junkie isn't really quite accurate. But, and but you're a fan of the genre. Fan of the genre, yeah, I'll say. I mean, I haven't played too many games, but it's one of the genres I can see myself liking. With as much time as I've put into this game so far, it's amazing. Excellent. Uh, yeah, really love it. Um, I have been playing some more NCAA football. I'm kind of sad that the season's coming to an end. I wanted to tell you guys about the most ridiculous achievement. There are a lot of ridiculous achievements out there, but I came across the most the, the achievement that takes the most work for the least payoff as far as achievement points go. Oh my goodness, and I'm I'm looking at Mass Effect stuff and we might have to take a break and uh -oh. talk yep. about Mass Effect 3 if this is what they're announcing cuz someone is talking in front of a son. Um, but yeah, so th this uh, uh, achievement is called Treasure Hunter, and it's basically you have to get, or you have to earn trophies for all of the bowl games, including the BCS National Championship in Dynasty or, um, the, uh, oh god, it's like the Pro Mode. What's it called? The Road to Glory Mode. Oh, this is Game of the Year. Never mind. Um, basically you have to get all 32 bowl trophies. Alright, is it 32? It's, it's something like more than 30. They're all these different trophies for all these different bowls that you have to control teams that go to these bowls. So just that alone is crazy. You think it just think of like a number it would be with like to win 32 different games when like the chances of, you know, getting to all of them are pretty slim. It's 30g for the achievement. It's less than a point for each bowl game that you have to get to and win. It, it it was ridiculous to do. Um, then I've also been playing some Brawl Minus. We had a uh, Solid Snake, uh, Solid Snake 120 come over, and Sordi and I and him we did a draft tournament that you can find. And I won. You won. I won. That's the first. Brawl Minus is that, is that the made to be broken version? It yeah. is the made to be broken version. <laughs> yeah. First time we've done a draft tournament, and I've actually like made it past the. Because First Ike time. is crazy ridiculous. Dude. Like, if you thought, yeah. like, Ike was cheap, or if you think Ike was cheap, like, in the, uh, you know, the beginning days of Brawl, it's worse in Brawl Minus. <laughs> it's way worse. Oh, man. So, Brawl yeah. Minus, for those that don't know, it's the idea that, oh, crap, world premiere. Oh, oh my God, this is Mass Effect 3. Can I turn off my sound, please? Fine, do it, do it. All right. 
We'll be back after a message from our sponsor. Um, let's see. Live commentary during the trailer. Oh, he's getting stabbed. This is a big deal to Sortie because he, he turned me on to, to Mass Effect. And, uh, if, oh no, this isn't Mass Effect. This is that, uh, that shooter. The, like, they're trying to do a, like, a shooter role-playing game, kind of like Borderlands. Really? Yeah. I'd be totally down with that, but these graphics look way too realistic. No, no it's Mass Effect 3. Is it? They mentioned Shepard, and those are... Oh, pictures. okay. It's a clip that they popped out, also. Because they used that screenshot for something, and, like, is this Bioware's yeah, new game? Oh, and it's Mass Effect 3. Oh, milk commercial. I'm out. <laughs> well, they, it just ended. Holiday 2011. Right. All right. That's, that, All was, that was interesting, because we had seen that, that screenshot... Um, for, you know, I know on Kotaku it was there. Oh, yeah. And it was like, oh, is this, you know, like a mix of, you know, Bioware's next game, like a mix of shooter, first-person shooter and RPG, and no, that that was definitely the screenshot, so. Mass Effect 3, you gotta, the goal is the Earth. Defend the Earth. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, you can turn the sound down now. Um, I did. So we're talking about Brawl Minus. Right. This is what's going to be like the entire show, people. We're going to be like, oh my god, world premiere, world premiere, oh my god. Um, so Brawl Minus... Um, it won't make a whole lot of sense in the audio release of this episode. Nah, but, I know, you know, I know. Go this watch the VGAs and it'll make a lot more sense. This is why okay. you got to be here in the live streams, and it is it is awesome. Um, With Brawl Minus, when we say that things are broken, they're really broken. That's the point, yeah. For those that hadn't heard of Brawl Minus, it's codes that basically is, you know, if you make everything broken, then everything is equal. So all the characters are broken, except I didn't feel a change in Meta Knight. I grant I only played with him like for maybe a minute or a minute and a half. I wrecked your Meta Knight. You did well because you were Ike, weren't you? Oh yeah, I I think I was because <laughs> we're like, oh man, Meta Knight versus Ike, this is gonna go well, and it goes completely the opposite of normal brawl. Well, yeah, because so. Meta Knight, I don't think that changed. Maybe they just said like, eh, Meta Knight was broken enough, which is hilarious. Some of the interesting things were like uh, Toon Link has and like Link and Toon Link have fire arrows, which like actually had they were bomb arrows. Bomb arrows, yeah, they're like big bomb arrows. That's fantastic. They were big knockback. Um, (laughs) Just in regular no charge, they they stick on the ground and land. Oh yeah, they're they're traps. They stay on the ground until someone hits them, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. So Yoko put down like four of them around, so you can hardly move around sometimes without a. Without um, getting hit, it was interesting. Yeah, strategy. Toon Link's boomerang. Oh, they're doing now a Top Gear USA commercial. Come uh, on, uh, come uh, on. Why? Um, the Toon Link's boomerangs on the way out had fire effects and then ice effects on the way back. That was interesting. Uh, Ganon is much much better. Yep. Falcon is incredibly Crazy. better. He's so good. His, Fal- his Falcon As punch should be covers like five times more area than it did before. Oh yeah. One thing I didn't like about Ganon, though, is with the Warlock Punch, there was no hitbox behind him. Yeah. So you'd be almost overlapping a character, but he's just behind you, and throw Warlock Punch, and it would land, but... But there's no lag after it. True. You can put there up a shield right after yeah. after the punch lags, and it the punch sends you to 70, uh, 777%. Basically, yeah. So it's an auto-kill. <laughs> and if you spike into the ground, it's a, a pitfall. So, like, a lot right. of really crazy stuff... DK was much better for one. Uh, yes. We used yes, him. Yes, just bigger hitboxes, bigger knock, knockback. And, of course, fantastic. classic, you know, punch him into the ground and 
charge. I up could totally install Brawl Minus too, but I just I haven't got around to that much Brawl hacking since I've hacked my Wii. Mm. It's it's oh, different. Man. I'd I'd recommend it for the lulls. Yeah, I I kind of want to do it again sometime. Yeah, the draft tournament, not just because I won. Um, I think it's just it because much... you won. <laughs> okay, maybe, but like it went a lot faster than just our regular one. Um, yeah, because it was much more powerful, and there was hit stun and everything, so people would kill faster. That's true. There's not much hit stun. It's kind of like melee in that regard. Uh, Luigi has his uh, up B has a hitbox above him, and it's like what? during during the entire formation or not the, <laughs> the entire process of the punch up. So it's not, you know, the hitbox isn't like immediate. It lasts through the entire punch. And it's basically always the the sweet spotted. Yeah. But like it does, it. I don't know if it does as much damage or knockback. But like right. it's, it definitely lands a lot easier. Um. Jigglypuff's uh, <laughs> down B rest doesn't land easier, but you regain up to twenty percent if no one hits you. Mm -hmm. Oh, it heals you like while yeah. you're sleeping. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's awesome. That okay. makes more sense of a rest, I guess. I don't know if anyone wasn't good. I mean, like Lucario, his aura was way bigger. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't awful. tell. With Marth like because an enormous feels... ball of power. <laughs> Pits uh, arrows actually had knockback. I mean, a lot of lot of interesting stuff. Oh, Bowser had too a... broken. Right. I would have oh figured God, Bowser like every hit does like a KO. Yeah. Bowser had so much super armor that the matchup against Pit was ridiculous. <laughs> because Pit would just try to use arrows, but they were like, "There's no effect." So no call. I just kept chasing you. It was one of my last characters and I'm like, Bowser versus Pit, no, this isn't happening and, and you know, Sorty's like, Oh, you know, you still got a chance and I just got wrecked. I'm like, no, I, I call it like I see it. Like you just can't do anything. Oh, it's the always sunny crew. Oh, nice. Hey, look at that. Um anyway, let's get to the headlines while we, you know, get interrupted and all that. Um first interview first headline is our good old M Dog, Masahiro Sakurai. The uh, article is called "Smash Bros. Creator Tells Tales of Game Development Hell." So this he's telling about fantastic article. Yeah. So do you want to you want to sum it up? Uh, basically, as the title suggests, uh, Sakurai had like the worst. What was it? Thirteen months of his life, and uh, he had, when he was working on uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee to get it out for the GameCube in time. And I don't know how many of you remember, but Melee was a release title for GameCube, so they were working on it and getting it hammered out in time for the GameCube to come out. And Sakurai worked on all three Smash titles, so he was, you know, he was there from the very beginning. He said that when working on this one, he engaged in what he described in a very destructive lifestyle because of how busy it was, how long his hours were. He said he had no like weekends or vacations at all until the game was done. And it was just it was insane, the, the stuff he went through to get the game done. But um, it turned out to be a great game, you know. And it's like one of the biggest ones that Nintendo has right now, ironically. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's just, it's it's something that I can relate to, especially too as a programmer, because that's just what you do. It's just when you come down to the wire and you need to make something good and you have a deadline, you start forfeiting all those free time, free hours and start working on it tirelessly so <laughs> oh no yeah. call of duty black ops just one best shooter bro come on bro. this is uh, this is why dude. nobody takes these seriously <laughs> should have been reach 
Um, so, you know, he also says that he considers Melee to be the sharpest of the Smash Bros. game. I'd agree with that. But then he says it's too difficult. No, it's not. This is this is what he thinks. He thinks that you know this is why he wanted to. He likes to make his games accessible to the public. So with Melee, you know, getting like the hardcore, you know, the whole, you know, people being very technical and all that. He he didn't think it was as accessible, and that's why he made Brawl easier. And then if he probably makes another Smash, he wants to even go a step further from ostracizing the competitive yeah, nature. Yeah, he wants to make it like floatier. I remember hearing him say he wants he wants it to even be more. Just how can you make it floatier ever. than Brawl? You you can. <laughs> it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Smash Up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or the uh, what the Star Wars: The Force Unleashed two multiplayer on Wii. Oh, that yeah. is not Smash <laughs> Brothers. Wink, wink. I don't understand it. Like, whenever I'm working like on my little dumb tech demos for games in 3D in my programming, I always find myself adding more and more gravity. I'm like, oh, it doesn't fall fast enough. More gravity doesn't fall. Sakurai sits in his office and does the opposite. He's like, oh, he only lasted 30 seconds in the air. We need to lessen the gravity. <laughs> I'm like, good guy. Oh, it is interesting terrible. that. He quotes that he created Smash Bros. to be a response to how hardcore exclusive the fighting game genre has been. So he's it, kind of saying just right there that he didn't want it to really be, you know, competitive. Why in not, a sense. though? I want to talk to him and say, why not? What's wrong with having Dude. something that really digs deep and really attracts the, you know, the really, I don't know what the word is, but the... Uh, really intense-minded, the really you know, competitive players. I guess. Right. Like, what's wrong with that? A- any game you release is going to be competitive to a degree. People are, are going to take it seriously and trying to figure out how to win. Yeah. Oh, Sakurai, why? I agree with Master Fossils in the chases. Fla- fast floatiness would be awesome, though. And it would be. It's just yeah, the slow floatiness that you know, trying to make it accessible to players so it's not too fast. It's just, uh, why. But that was all clocks. That was all clocks. Slow floatiness. You would just stay in the air forever and ever and ever. Yeah. So here's the quote from him. I created Smash Bros. to be my response to how hardcore exclusive the fighting game genre has become over the years. Yeah, okay, I can get that. But you kind of created something that was, you know, made people very competitive as well. Sakura said, so why did I target so squarely for people... No, let's see. But why did I target so squarely toward people well-versed in video games then? That's why I tried to aim for a more happy medium with Brawl's Play Balance. There are three Smash Bros. games out now, but even if I ever had a chance at another one, I doubt we'll ever see one that's as geared to hardcore gamers as Melee was. Melee fans who play deep in the game without any problems might have trouble understanding this, but Melee was just too difficult. Yeah, um, for you, because you not, almost killed yourself over it. I'm just going to disagree with that right now, because I watch people play... Smash Bros. Melee, and there is a casual side to it that functions just fine. I don't know why he thinks it was too difficult. Like, when you have a bunch of non-competitive players in a game, it works out. They, I mean, everyone's just trying to hit each other and stay alive, and they're, they're goofing off, smashing whatever buttons will make their character do something. But there's nothing wrong with it. Like, everything works out. People who die in Melee and, and struggle to stay alive, those same people struggle to stay, stay alive in Brawl. Like, it's not the game's yeah. fault. It's just some people just can't play games, and no, no amount of games. <laughs> Nothing against them, like, but they just can't play games. Yeah, yeah they can't. That's just what it comes down to. And we're seeing a Resistance three trailer now. Eh. Resistance is futile. 
<laughs> Double. I mean, that was what was it? Resistance Two was the PS3 release title. Yeah. Or the one. Yeah, I think it was Resistance Two was a big one. Well, I don't know. Has it been that long that it was just Resistance One? I don't know. This is why I I don't care about this series. I really don't. Yeah. You would become one with the Borg. I wonder if this one can use move. Oh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> it's amazing how many games like actually use move. Like really. Um. So that was brawl. We had to talk about brawl and. And there was like a story that was one month ago, and I kept wanting to have you know M3D on the show to talk about it. Maybe we'll get to it sometime. But I don't know if you guys read about the whole Mewtwo King and him getting you know banned oh, from right. MLG Dallas, I think it was. Like he got in trouble. In like what was it like Washington D.C. or something like that? If you search like Mewtwo King banned MLG, you can read about the story. Um, but yeah, what was he banned for? Um, oh God, I want to like, try to like quickly summarize it. It was at a tournament, like, he and ADHD... Mewtwo King does this thing where, uh, at, like, a bunch of tournaments, but, like, he should have thought not done it for MLG. MLG. Um, he does this thing where, like, if he doesn't feel like playing the finals, he'll just, like, split the pot, you know, with, with the person. So, like, oh. you, don't, you don't even play the match, but, like, you'll just split, you know, the prize money. Which is technically, like, fixing... Definitely can be like described as like fixing the match. Yeah. And you know, because technically, like one person would not be getting as much if they played and actually won. Um, right. Uh, I found the article here actually, and yeah, it's ADHD and Mewtwo King were barred from the subsequent uh, MLG because of their their little quirks. Like, it's not cheating per se. It's just taking a bad habit that he does at local tournament and being not smart and doing it at a national level. Yeah. And, like, he has this big, like, you know, thread on Smashboards and all that and, you know, trying to describe it and all that. He John Marston is braiding... See, like, this is the weird thing I see. Like, I see John Marston braiding some girl's hair and she, like, likes it or something. I it looks know. like a back massage. Oh, it, it's hard to tell when it's not, <laughs> like, a five-inch little thing. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so that was that was that. I wanted, you know, N3D was like, dude, can I be on the show? And this was like when our next show was Yomacon and like maybe after then, but you know, we were all really busy. He should have made it out to Yomacon. Would have been awesome. Yeah, but he kind of has another kid on the way, so. Oh, yeah. He, he is going to be busy, busy. Yeah. Um, let's talk about virtual property in your will. I found this was kind of relevant to, you know, some of the topics we've, you know, talked about in the past. Uh, it says a law on passing Oklahoma provides for ex- uh, executors to access social media accounts and presumably distribute their holdings. So if you don't, if you don't write out that will with legal zoom, a judge can de- will decide who gets your second life counterfeit counterfeit fuck coffin <laughs> oh my god I'm like this is the first time I'm actually reading this I know this is like an interesting article like I'm just actually reading it so basically like your virtual stuff should go in your will eventually it makes oh, yeah. sense because like it's attached to your name basically mm-hmm. like it's you know you've made a virtual like agreement with a company by having an account and all it only makes sense that it's you know it's your property in a sense right that's stuff that we've talked about before, but it only makes sense that it it can be transferred basically with a will or so. Mm-hmm. Or so. 
So I'm not really surprised to see this at all. I think it's about time. But, you know, for for some trivial things like, you know, social media sites, it it seems kind of silly, but like, okay, I guess it makes sense. I don't know, some situations where it would, you know, mean more. Maybe like a Steam account. But what about your Farmville? Dude, my Farmville is my most valuable asset right now. Burn it. Burn, <laughs> Burn it, it all to the ground. <laughs> Uh, law took effect on November 1st. Uh, outgoing state representative from Oklahoma, Ryan Keisel, says when a person dies, someone needs to have legal access to their account to wrap up any unfinished business, close out the account if necessary, and carry out specific instructions that a is left in their will. So that means they need to put a password in the will. Because not too many people just know their password offhand, and that means I guess you got to prepare. Well... That wouldn't work for someone like me because I change it so often that my will would be outdated. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we get his World of Warcraft account. Oh crap, we can't get it. <laughs> I suppose if uh, your most important one would probably be your email. If they have your email, yeah. they can get it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, that's true. Um, it would be like, yeah, you, <laughs> you mentioned like World of Warcraft. It's like, oh yeah, um, it's, it only talks about like World of Warcraft. Wrath of the Lich King, but it doesn't say anything about cataclysm. cataclysm. No, it's cataclysm. <laughs> cataclysm. <laughs> oh man, what a video. Um, but yeah, I, I thought yeah. that was interesting. Um, it's it's just an interesting thought that you might have to consider that for wills as well. But like, if you're our age, you're not thinking about wills. If you're a child of technology, unless something like really, you know, random and unfortunate happens to you you're you don't have a will yeah i mean do, do you have a will buzz no yeah <laughs> so like you would be like out of you know anyone that's you know in our general age demographic like you'd probably be the one that would most have because you have a wife and you have a kid and everything you have a family well yeah that's exactly it like you know maybe maybe if you're getting like in your 30s and you're single maybe that you'd be a good reason just in case something happens but like like you said in my case Everything goes to my wife. She'll divvy it out to whoever she thinks needs to go, you know, where it all should go. Mm-hmm. So I'm not thinking about that until I'm turning like 60. Right. <laughs> but what did she, does she know your passwords and all? You know, would you. you um, know? She knows enough. Like, she <laughs> no, she doesn't know like everything I have, but she knows enough to get the, the bulk of my assets online and, right. and do whatever. Or just to recover your password to the email address she has access to. And, that, and that's what I mean. Is she, yeah, right. she has access to all the important stuff. She has access to my email and to my money. So it's like, after that, who cares? Your She's farm your cares life. on Farmville, but you don't do Farmville. Yes, <laughs> that, that's what you're saying. I mean, if it's going to be to that age demographic, you know, people who are you know sixties well, or higher, that's, that's kind of part of it too. Some of this stuff, some of this stuff, it's like, do I really care that anyone retrieves it? Like, if I, I, mean, I don't even really have a World of Warcraft account, but if I did, it's like, do I really care that someone gets that? I don't know. If I have a close friend who likes World of Warcraft, maybe I'd give it to him or her, but. But it Other may that, have like, value. Die. I have so many forum accounts and game accounts that are, that would just die if I were like die. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's there to entertain me, not anyone else. So. Yep. I guess it's more for things that either you poured you know time and money into, or just has sensitive information like email, or I mean, you know. I'd, World I'd definitely account. preserve my Steam account. <laughs> yeah, say like a Steam account. You've poured money into that for those yeah. you know, licenses. So to have those carry over to someone would be nice. Precisely. Mm-hmm. 
So next headline is you know something that we you know saw during the I guess the pre-shows within the, within the first half hour of the video game awards, which are half over at this point. Um, yeah, the uh, the announcement on there would have been amazingly epic if it weren't already spoiled online. You had you know Sub Zero fighting Scorpion, and I think Scorpion won the match. Was about to deliver the fatality, the finish him and. Suddenly, you know, he's like, he's wobbling there, and then suddenly, bam, gets, you know, stabbed in the back, and it's Kratos who has delivered the finishing blow. So, the God of War himself will be in the upcoming Mortal Kombat game, most likely as a PS3 exclusive. Makes you wonder who would be in an Xbox exclusive. Well, you know, kind of, I guess, you know, think well, about but that. This whole thing confuses me, because I thought, didn't Midway go bankrupt just recently? Yes, but Warner Brothers is handling the the production distribution and all that for the new so Mortal just, Kombat. Just the rights to that one series are being juggled around now yeah. that Midway is dead. So, right. okay. Um, but yeah, you know, it's you got Kratos, which, you know, makes perfect sense. Um, it was Owen, oh, we're watching Harry Potter stuff now. Uh, or something? What? No, that's oh, Kratos in the background. That's God of War. Is it? Harry it's Kratos with his uh It, it looked his... like it looked like the clash between Harry's and Voldemort's Harry soul. Potter? What Man, the heck? Okay. Why would he be here? And see look that looks like a <laughs> That was Kratos. No, just, I'm sorry. Just shut up. Just <laughs> <laughs> No, it was Hedwig who died. Hedwig? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> you should probably note that uh in the article it says that Kratos will not be a part of uh, Mortal Kombat story mode. Right, but he will be available in regular well, matches. Dude, that would just that would just piss people off. You know, it'd be like, yeah. "Burr, God of War canon gone wrong." Yeah, I know. But it's just that something is, that I would like to play. Kratos and Mortal Kombat. I miss Mortal Kombat games. They were so good back in the day. So, another you know, video game awards random tangent. What is this that we're seeing? That's God of War related. God of Potter. Yes, that is absolutely what it is. <laughs> Oh, it's just God of War three. Oh, it's for it's for one of the awards. Yeah, as I say, they're winning an award because they they uh someone they someone needs to like shop Kratos with the wand now. <laughs> Do it. Internet, get on it. We if we were if we were still as popular as we were back then, we would totally make it happen, and there we we'd have like five, you know, mashups in our inbox. No, but someone would day. make it in paint. That's right. And they'd draw it. <laughs> oh man! Just like the uh, the O heard around the world. That oh my god! That oh jeez! Oh, if you know what I'm talking about, I, I pity you for actually knowing this. Um, <laughs> no, so, no, you're not finding finding the link. That's what you're doing. No, I'm not doing it. It's on our Facebook. We have pictures of the that episode 40 contest. We had the fan art thing. Oh my gosh! We have like a painting there, and it's called the O heard around the world. Whereas the moment where we were playing brawl. And Panda got that jet hammer kill on Ankoku. And it was, you know, DDD jet hammer. And everyone was like, ow! Out of nowhere. Oh my god. And the drawing was so bad. It was so bad. Um, but yeah, 360 version of Mortal Kombat. If PS3's getting Kratos, let's, let's do our random speculation on a game that, you know, we don't care as much about. Who would the Xbox 360 exclusive be? Not Master Chief, lol, 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 lol. The article points out Marcus Phoenix as a possible. That's possible. But, um, I guess. But, like, his only real weapon is 
Wow, wow. Chainsaw. Not a buzzsaw. <laughs> yeah. Um, the article also suggests, or for less franchise shock, Banjo. Banjo <laughs> can, you, can you imagine Banjo in Mortal Kombat? They should just do Spawn again, like they did for Soul Calibur. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. What? Banjo. Banjo. I'm just imagining him like mash up with Sub Zero. I I I forgot all about Blink. That's from such an old game. (laughs) Oh gosh. The first Xbox. Yeah. Let's see some suggestions in the chat. Uh, Solar Blade says Ivy. Yeah, game needs more boobs. Okay, sure. Uh, Conquer. <laughs> and we're looking at what are we looking at? Oh, yeah, Nathan Deadpool. Fillion as a nomination for voice acting. You know, Samus yeah. would fit Mortal Kombat pretty well, considering you have Cyrax and Sector and Smoke. Mm-hmm. But I, I would think I would think it would be more of an Xbox 360 exclusive game. You know. Right. I don't know. What is this Marvel nonsense? Oh, they're doing different games. Never mind. Yeah. Because NPH voiced one of the the Spider Mans. Yeah, oh, that's right. He did. I don't know if it was amazing or incredible or whatnot. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll be interesting to see. I don't know why they NPH wins. What? Wow. Yay. It's funny the host winning. <laughs> that's like the. Again, another reason why the VGA suck. No other <laughs> award show has the host winning anything. <laughs> no. The winner is huh, me. me. <laughs> no, no. Okay, that, okay, that's ridiculous. I mean, he deserves to win, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it would be interesting to see what they'd actually, what they'd actually uh, choose. Mop Top says Lubba should be in Mortal Kombat. Yes. <laughs> that makes even less sense than... He just gets punched and spins around and goes, Woo! Oh, what are they doing now? They're oh, like... No. They're giving Spider-Man... Oh, oh, oh. They're giving Spider-Man lips and... Oh, what, what the, the hell? Uh, no, th- no. This is wrong. This, this, this is the dumbest <laughs> thing I have ever seen, seen in my seen. life. It looks even worse <laughs> with no sound. See, because Spider-Man, like, doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> and they're giving him, like, the old Conan O'Brien with Arnold Schwarzenegger treatment. Oh, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> oh, no. So <sighs> <sighs> I, I just, like, lost <laughs> all... Why did I even do this and, like, time it up with the VGAs? It, now it's like it's like a terrible idea. And I'm sure people are <laughs> laughing, but, like... Oh, oh my God. What we're talking about, we're going to talk about Marvel vs. Capcom 3 next. Yeah. Because they got two new characters, and we like to always give a little update if it becomes available. So we've got Storm, who is, you know, one of the uh, the higher-tiered characters in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, with her gusts and all, and some ice effects. And then Crimson Viper, back from Super Street, or Street, for Street Fighter 4. She even's got her uh, her focus attack as one of her attacks, and she's got the whole you know the blaze kicks and the thunder jolts and and everything. See, see, Viper looks like a character, and like I said, the same thing for Street Fighter Four, like a character that I want to main, but like I never really got the hang of it. 
I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just bad at those kind of games anyway. Hopefully she'll be more accessible because um, it looks like a fun play style. And Storm, see, like Cyberlink was talking about like how you know the characters look really broken in their uh, they do in their deep. But that's the point. That's what's been happening with all the past you know reveals that they're supposed to look you know broken as hell. And it's uh, not just those, but there were some videos that showed gameplay. Yeah, and those were by far the uh, the respective players' best characters. You could tell. Yeah, well, the other players they're just they're, just they're just playing down the other characters, so the other ones yeah, shine. Show them off. But some of the combos were quite impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, zero for one. Like when zero came out, we thought like, oh yeah, he was like going to be top tier. Like Game no one could tier. touch him. And then you know, Seth Killian right. says like, oh yeah, he's he's not that good. So, you know, whatever. Um, what are they showing now on the VGAs? This is Prototype 2, I think? Yeah, probably. What? Prototype 1 was terrible. That's what I thought, too. Like, like just the synopsis was terrible. Prototype, the game prototype was, like, second fiddle to Infamous. Oh, my god! And, like, the reason that, you know, Infamous 2 is going to be, you know... Wait, what is, what is going on? Oh, just explosions. Did you Weird guys explosions. see the trailer for, um, oh god, I can't remember what it's called. We just call it Nazi Dinosaurs. <laughs> it, was like dinos- it was like Dinosaur D-Day or something like that. Dino D-Day. It's going to be on Steam this, uh, this spring. And it's basically like dinosaurs and Nazis and it kind of looks like, I don't know, you have like a lot of first person stuff. You can punch a dinosaur and send it <laughs> flying. Oh my goodness, it is exciting. We've got a thread on the forums at showmeyournews.com slash forum if you want to see stuff about Dino D-Day, and they also have it on uh, on game trailers. Yeah, it does kind of than, look... Would that be better than robot dinosaurs that shoot lasers when they roar? No. Nothing could beat that game. Roar! <laughs> and uh, apparently it's at dinodday.com. But yeah, dinosaurs and Nazis. Apparently, that is happening. Um, what else can we talk about? Marvel's Capcom Three, because I, I feel like Buzz is being left out of this. You didn't get to see any of the, the videos, did you? No, no. No, you got computer, Johns. It's okay. <laughs> um, but those were fun videos, like with uh, with Storm and Crimson Viper, and then, like they were really entertaining matches overall. That's the thing, oh, like. I think the reason, like, I'm very excited about this game, even though I'm so bad at Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and I'm so bad at these kind of fighting games that usually require, like, you know, joystick and and everything, like an actual TE fighting stick, the matches are fun as hell to watch. Like, I could just... It makes me want to get into it and play and start getting better. Yeah. And I basically have never played MVC 2. Like, I've, you know, I've tried it. Once or twice, I'm but, tempted to buy a console just for that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, it's it's because at first that sounds absurd, but the more I thought about it, I bought a new graphics card just for Borderlands. Like, right. yeah. so single games can move me. So, and you I can buy my... Borderlands for an Xbox as well, and we can play. Exactly. <laughs> I originally upgraded my computer just to play Mass Effect for PC, and it got me into. So many things, computer tech-wise. So, yeah. it can be a good thing. It can lead yes. to great things. Oh, Cyberlink sent an "It's your turn." Oh, good. He wanted to send one about the uh, the Dragoon Prophet. So, I guess I'll, I'll we'll probably put that one in. 
I, I have not checked my email in quite some time because I had been working for eight hours today. But yep. but thank you. We'll we'll use that one from Cyberlink 420 then. Cataclysm. 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 World of Warcraft. Dude, nobody could ever convince me to play World of Warcraft. I'm I'm gonna say it right there. I don't care about Cataclysm. Nobody can ever, ever, ever convince me that, you know, craptacularism is a good idea. Yeah. It's just one of those just games. You either like it or you don't. I tried the demo. Didn't really go beyond that. But then again, I think I, uh, you, you're a Blizzard person, so. Kind of. I'm not really a Warcraft person, though, so. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think know. I tried Guild Wars at a friend's house once, just like for the whole, you know, MMORPG style. Like, it was alright, but, you know. Dude, my life is depressing. My life is depressing enough as it is. It does not need World of Warcraft. Like, <laughs> let, let's be honest here. Just makes things worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've I've seen people's lives ruined because of World of Warcraft. Relationships ruined. It's just no, not a good thing. So let let's Ever, tra- EverQuest does it. Ultimate Online <laughs> does it. Lots of games do it. But not to the extent, or not specifically as World of Warcraft has. So, yeah, that's just a stigma, but came true a couple times. Yay, Tron! Yay, Tron. Oh. Um, let's transition from that into a guy with a camera in the back of his head. Yeah, hello, what? This oh, is, my goodness. This is a very, very weird story. This is bizarre. <sighs> this guy is a New York University professor. His name is Wafa Bilal. He's apparently done some of these, you know, bold sort of moves before. Uh, he is, let's see, is the man behind the controversial virtual jihadi, which modified a low-budget game called Quest for Saddam, putting the player in the place of a young Iraqi that joins Al-Qaeda to avenge the death of his brother and kill George W. Bush. So he does these really outlandish technical things. And the point is, he installed a camera in the back of his head. He wants to take a picture every minute where his eyes don't see up to a year and then kind of create a, a montage out of it. That's weird. That's it's so weird. very bizarre. Um, he says, I wanted to lose that subjectivity of knowingly taking photographs. At the same time, I wanted to capture everyday mundane images. And he also said, yes, it hurt a lot. It damn well better have. And it damn well better be <laughs> worth it. No, it hurt Alet. <laughs> yes, it, it hurt, hurt Alet. Alet. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you seen the oatmeal drawing about the Alet? The best cartoon oh, dude, ever. Fantastic. Let, let's let's pull it up right now. I want to. We, we need we need to make a Angry point. Birds. Real Angry Birds. To the internet. The Alet is better than you at everything. Yes. yes. They're sucking real Angry oh, Birds. Oh, that's oh my God! A, it is Angry oatmeal. Birds on stage. Real Angry Bird. Oh my god. He is going to catapult a chicken. A rooster. <laughs> He's gonna do it. Oh, Sugar needs to see this. Oh my god, they were, they were pigs. They were green pigs. They're actually doing do it. it. Do it. Go. Go. Come on. Oh, let it go already. Stop torturing us, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> oh, PETA. I bet you PETA called. <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Oh, what the heck? 
we we stopped a conversation about like the best cartoon of all time. And I'd be we're like talking hyperbole and a half, not the oatmeal. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. But fantastic. Oh, terrible. Yeah, search oatmeal and then Alet, which is A O L T. And the, I just post the link in the yes. live stream. Yeah. The Alet is better than you at everything. Makes fun of people that don't spell a lot, but put the words together. A L O T. So it hurt Alet. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I don't want to see the Alet hurt. It cares about this Alet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alet of fire. Alet of mist. Alet of straw. Alet of beer cans. Alet of beer cans. <laughs> um, but yeah, this dude's crazy. Like, yeah. I, I understand the idea behind it and, like, the idea... <sighs> Like the ultimate goal sounds cool, but there's got to be a better way than installing a camera in the back of your head. Like the picture looks weird. Yep. Like, it's just kind of there. Just weird. Like, does it stay in him and shoot while he's like showering? Yeah, that's what we don't want to see. Is <laughs> so like, he, he looks up while he's putting shampoo in his hair, and then the camera's looking down at you know what. Yeah, the lens gets <laughs> ruined by like whatever. Okay. Yeah, couldn't it possibly like the screen break and then shock him from the inside of his brain? Well, that that's well, like, the just... that's the result we're all waiting for. Is like one week into the experiment, he's like, and my camera shorted out because I yeah, was in the hospital because. You got well, well, the... we, we, we got we to <laughs> stop again for, for new VGA stuff. This is from Guillermo del Toro. Insane. The game is called Insane, and it's a horror game coming... Coming 2013. What the hell? Who it's announces, who announces a game? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's making a game with THQ, and it's two thousand, the end of two thousand ten, and it's coming out in two thousand thirteen. That's well, a done. long way. Away. You know what it is? You know what it's gonna be since it's a horror game. I'm calling it right now, and it's gonna be totally wrong. It's Wii Vitality Sensor, people. Oh, <laughs> Wii Vitality Sensor. For well, the graphics look too good. <laughs> yes, the graphics were indeed too good. Oh, I when still was... haven't got the guts to buy Amnesia. When was Brawl announced? It was EA 2006? E3 2006. Oh, yeah, it's E3. E3. Got Jerk. It. Oops. Wah, wah, wah. But wasn't Brawl... Was supposed, no, wasn't Brawl supposed to be, like, a Wii release title? Like, at least that was the rumor long before the Wii came out, and then, like, the Wii came out, and it was nowhere nearby. I think I remember hearing that. Like, there were rumors that, like, might have been a release... Or like and that was like, oh that, wait, that, it'll that, be first year after release, and then oh wait, no, it won't. And then we didn't hear for it for a while, and then I, they're like, okay, how long is that? I think that might have been just you know fan hype and all that. Maybe nothing really official. Yeah. And what oh, is this that. going on right now? Deadliest, deadliest warrior, of the game, dude. What? Come on, like, it's an okay show on Spike, but it does not deserve a game. What is this? That this is the oh my god! This looks like the worst fighting game. This is looks worse than tournament. No, don't say it. Tournament no. of fighters or whatever that game is. Tournament no, of Tournament of Legends. legends it looks yeah. worse than that. You gotta understand. This is operated through slavery. 
publishers get a bunch of money and they're like, let's do a money grab on this franchise. And they tell these poor developers, like, you have to make this game. Like, but it's going to be terrible. We don't care. You have to make this game. Apparently Apparently it's been out for a while. Then why are they talking about it? Well, don't send video links. Okay, view the video now. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, Epic Mickey is was out recently. Um, it's crazy popular at Toys R Us, and we are constantly out of it, it feels like. Um, it's good, though. It is good. Um, I didn't continue play much, playing much of it, uh, you know, past what, you know, Snake and I played that one night. Oh, man, it's another world premiere. Stop everything. It's another world premiere. <laughs> good God. Um, what is this? We got, oh, it's... No, not Portal 2. Oh, Mass Portal. Effect 4! <laughs> Already! Is I it Portal? Yeah. It is Portal 2. Look at that. Yeah. Well, we've already seen this trailer. I was going to say, like, it's not a world premiere of a game. Right. So, we got... This is all... Wait, is, this is new. This is probably, like, co-op stuff. This is... Yeah. No, this is new. Old content, but new video. Yeah, it looks like it's was it probably promoting the co-op stuff. And that sucks yeah. that it got. Uh, that's another thing we didn't, we talk about. It sucks that it got pushed back two months. Yeah, like that. That's that's just lame. Yeah. Is, is it going to cost sixty dollars? Does anyone know? I don't think really? anyone knows. Like, it's Valve, and it's a good game, and it probably deserve it. But like, I don't know. Portal was really short, and I hope Portal Two is bigger. If it costs that much, right. Okay, that was yeah, this is a new trailer. This is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'd be way, way, way better with sound. And it's very just, Wait, it, But that was it? Just the two robots being deployed? For yeah. sure. <laughs> Apparently for Cyberlink, Cyberlink says oh. it's gonna be full release bigger. Uh which Excellent. game is popular? It's the Epic Mickey that is very popular at Toys R Us. Yeah. And NPH is singing awesome. I I God, I wanna have sound, but oh well. I'll I'll see it on the DVR. Right. And there's women rolling around. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which is weird because he's gay. <laughs> and let's tangent from that. Um Bejeweled three came out on the seventh of December. And I know you're you're big on Bejeweled two, Buzz. Yeah, I like Bejeweled. Sugar. But I looked at Bejeweled 3 and I really don't know what's so great about it. They added a bunch of weird new modes, but to be honest, in Bejeweled 2, I don't play the other modes. I just play the core game. So mm. I don't know what Bejeweled 3 is so hyping about. I need to play it to find out, I guess. Yep. Apparently, Bejeweled 3 had an interesting release party. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I read about that. It was that was basically weird. The, uh, yeah, the de- main developer. Um, like NBA the creator, elite, <laughs> and uh, this is amazing. <laughs> this is all the, the characters uh, who died during the year. Uh, <laughs> this is why Neil so Patrick Harris is the best person of ever. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. Yeah, it's okay. It's just a short little story that the uh, the Bejeweled Three release party was basically this guy sitting down with like five older ladies, with like having a tea party. Like that's that's it. That was the release party, and people from like you know they were playing from you know different uh, backgrounds, like different you know jobs and all. But they're like, hey, you know, we all enjoy this game. That you know, it's marketed for you know 
well, casual audiences, I guess. But that was the not so big release party for Bejeweled Three. What? Five people. I- I'm I'm sorry. He's going through all these different winners. Mm. I mean, at least Hot Pursuit won Best Driving Game. Good. It's fantastic. Why isn't Marvel vs. Capcom three the most anticipated? I know Portal Two is is going to be great, but uh, I don't know if I agree with that. People, if you have an Xbox 360, buy Hot Pursuit and race me, please. It, what? I'm begging you. Marvel's Catwoman was even nominated. Come on, come on. Ah, oh. VGA's. I can't stand racing games. Sorry. VGA's is silly. Are silly? Yeah, are silly. Um. Yeah, the Mark, big... have you started a uh, Borderlands character yet? No. For shame. I will not race you. Man. Someone else will. Please. <laughs> Please. You know, he, he wants to do it on his Xbox because he wants to get the achievements. Yeah. Of course. Or like multiplayer only achievements or something? No. I mean, like, I'll get the achievements, like, you know, for achievement's sake. I'll do, you know, single player and all that. Like, if I'm going to sit down and play the game, I'm going to play it, you know, for like all the different modes and you know really devote myself to it but I'm devoting myself to other things right now like I still have Arkham Asylum that I haven't played yet you haven't finished so, Phoenix Wright uh, Trials and Tribulations. Tribulations yeah yeah I haven't done that yet oh so, that's true I haven't finished Apollo yet <laughs> and people are giving you crap in the chat buzz for not starting Pokemon yet I don't have Pokemon <laughs> Sorty has Borderlands at least has access. No, to technically, it. I have access to it. Yes, but oh, nonsense! Now they don't have school. I was tempted to stream <laughs> me playing the last case of Apollo, but I don't know if I want to spoil it like 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 that for everyone who hasn't played it. <laughs> um, let's talk about the other things that we hadn't mentioned from this VGAs. Guys, we into the biggins part of the show. We had an Arkham City trailer, mm-hmm. and and I know it's pre-rendered cutscenes and all that, but man, the actual like humans look so good graphic wise so good um but yeah that game is gonna be tight what else did we miss we saw the uh you know kratos and mortal Kombat and all that yep mass effect 3 mass effect 3 did we, yeah we don't, i don't think we caught that no we did catch that on the show yeah we caught it on the show but you know. okay yeah it sucks that we didn't have the sound on well, I, it turned it on, but yeah, you, know, you could barely and... barely hear it. Yeah. Um, so. Let's see. So yeah, well, we got half an hour more of the show, and let's see what we're just about an hour into the podcast. Yeah, this this will work. Um, so let's get to some mail time questions. We can even you've got three here, and we can even maybe extend it to the end of the VGAs uh, if we can get you know some questions from the live stream. But let's answer these three right now. Oh gosh, and I haven't even thought of any of these. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, first one comes from Cafe Barista. Out of all the things you can do in video games, which do you wish you could do in real life? Um, I want to Yoko punch someone, man. <laughs> as long as it's not me. That'd be Yoko like, punch. Punch. Like to, I mean, that'd be great if like, you like like cars and stuff. Yeah. That's just like, get out of my way. Or like people that are annoying. Like this kid who was 11 years old in Toys R Us today. And he was like, 
shedding tears at the fact that his mom would not get him a mature rated game. Oh, dude, what? man up. Just tell him your soul is at stake. You don't want it. I know you're 11, but dude, come on. Did he bring up his birthday? He's like, I turned 12 in a month. No, it was more the mom going like, you're 11 years old. I'm not getting you a mature game. And he was like, <laughs> so good. So yeah, that, that, similar that, story. That would uh, that was a great. That'd be a great Yoko punch moment. Oh yeah, it was uh it was pretty fantastic and pretty stereotypical that uh. Popped in Modern Warfare 2 for the first time in a while, yesterday or so. And of course, the first server I was in have this, uh, you know, older guy talking, you know, deep voice and all. And then you hear this little kid talk on like a, you know, different name, and you know, talking shit. So it's like, and the other guy literally responded like, "Dude, grow some balls before you're gonna come on Xbox Live and talk shit." <laughs> it's like, honestly, I wanted to, you know, say like, yeah, seriously, because the kid sounded really young. Like thirteen, twelve, thirteen. At the same time, there was also like an Asian dad who was getting black ops for his kid. Could not have been ten years old. Could not. <laughs> and he was getting black ops from. You sure it was for him? Yeah. Uh, that's awful. Yeah, because they wanted to combine black ops with a year of Xbox Live, which they couldn't do because it doesn't count as accessories. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but the I, dad is just—he's using it as an excuse. It's really him that wants it, but he just says it's for the kid for justification. <laughs> there are so many parents who are so good with ratings, and they—they they really keep to them. But then there are some of them that are just like, good no. Goodness. And this is why they need to get Yoko punched. Yes, I can agree with that. So that is the one thing I wish I could do in real life: like fire and everything. Yeah. I have two things I want to do. First one came all the way from Final Fantasy IV when I first played on the Super Nintendo a long, long time ago. Ever since I saw Kane, uh, the Dragoon, jump, I've wanted to jump like that. Jump like 400 feet in the air and come down and like destroy people and it doesn't hurt me. Nice. <laughs> I just think Dragoons are awesome. You need but, like knees that have, you know, the greatest strength ever. Yeah. But just, I love the Dragoons in all the series. Every time there's a Dragoon in any of the games now, just I always put them in my party and use them because they're so cool. But the second thing would be, I want all of Link's items. I'm sorry. Oh, I, yeah. I think a hookshot, hookshot would be fantastic, just getting around and boomerang for grabbing things. And I just want his loot. It's now, also no, 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 here's a question for you. Would you uh, want his loot or would you want his backpack? Or his, like his, his tunic? Th- yeah, the tunic no. that, that carries like everything. Ev- everything. The green, the green tunic of holding. Yes. Solid snake mask. Where you just <laughs> That's have a good everything on you. Like, yeah, I could pack everything. Um, Dude, like you wouldn't even need a U-Haul to move all your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just like put everything of your possessions and like do 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 do. I don't know. I think I'd have to side with the loot because it's like out of this world versus having a tune that can carry a bunch of boring mundane things. Alright, so you want the ball and chain. I get it. Swing it, yeah. swing it, swing it. <laughs> and I want the spinner, and I want I want it all. all right. I, want, I want the loot to me. One more question. You gotta, you gotta pick a side of the debate. It's a classic show me your news debate, and you all know where I'm going with this. Hook shot or claw shot? Oh. oh. <laughs> that is a hard one. 
I have to say, I, okay, I, I don't know who's going to hate me for this. I vote claw shot. I think Hell claw yes. Shot. Hell yes. Yes, I like the claw shot. Hook shot is, it's different in that it impales whatever it shoots. And for that very reason, I think it'd be very unsafe to have. <laughs> <laughs> but the claws like the claw are like shot. sharp. You got to like grab onto something. Game wise, it sucks. Yeah. Game wise, the hook shot, you could stab any like wooden object. This is true. But the claw shot's cooler. Absolutely. See, Panda was the hook shot side. I was the claw shot side for those that are new to this this squabble. <laughs> but he was also someone he was also someone who said Appa was a beaver. Right. <laughs> so Who's a beaver? No. What? Uh from The Last Airbender Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, okay. The the flying bison. Air bison. He he thought he was a beaver. It's a beaver. And no. It's not. It's not a beaver. <laughs> oh god, I miss him. I really do. <laughs> I need to call him sometime and be like, "Remember that time you thought Appa was a beaver?" And he's like, "It is a beaver." <laughs> uh, next qu- Oh no, we didn't a- get Sorty's answer. No, you didn't. Well, uh I have a couple boring ones. Like, first of all, since I've been talking about you know Need for Speed so much, it would be kind of interesting oh, to. Uh... What, oh, oh my! Oh, what what just happened on the VGAs? Michael Chiklis picked up this chick and she reached down for her crotch, so she didn't. They didn't get like a panty shot. What the <laughs> hell is this? Is why this is the worst award show of all time. I'm just losing it. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. I interrupted you. Yeah. It would be uh, kind of interesting to, you know, drive a Bugatti Veyron 16.4 Super Sport at 253 miles an hour. And not die. And not die. That would be uh, quite the experience. Uh, fastest production car in the world. But I'm going to go Halo Reach with this one and uh, fall from orbit in uh, a Spartan Mjolnir suit and survive the impact. And just like you walk mean it the, off. that colored goo they deploy to land? No, he just kind of like fell more of it. <laughs> that's kind of very similar <laughs> to, to Buzz's like, oh, choice. I know. That's I was thinking that. It's like, both of you took my stuff. And it's more American Top Gear. No. I mean, it was all right. Yeah. But come on. Tanner come on. Faust and Rutledge Wood. Weird name. What a strange name. And they're driving a VGA car and jumping it. Eh. Eh, is right. Uh, next question from DQP. Do you think it is realistic to expect Nintendo to announce their next console next <coughs> year? No. If <laughs> if so, what do you think its primary selling point would be? Could we call the 3DS a console? Yeah, it's going to be all about 3DS next year. 3DS uh, is not a console. I mean, yes, it's a new platform, but it's not the console in the same sense as the big consoles we have. Of course. You know, Reggie's gone on record and saying, like, you know, the Wii sold over, you know, 30, 30 million. Like, we needed to sell at least, like, you know, several more million, like, maybe 45, 50 million before we even start talking about next time. And, like, it's still selling those numbers. We sell like, more Wiis at the store. I'll just say this. Do um, they're definitely doing R&D where no one can oh, see it. Oh, for sure. And they probably have a really good idea of where they want to go. Mm-hmm. But they're... They're printing money daily with this Wii they have. Uh, I don't think we're going to see anything for a while. Four's a four. Four. Whoa. Sorry, four's a four just 
That's why yeah. they were talking with Top Gear people. Right. Top Gear America people, sorry. Difference. Anyway. Um, yeah. So you were talking like you know they're they're printing money absolutely. Um, this kind of reminds me another of another story because like IGN was talking about like you know comparing the different Smash Bros, and they were saying like oh you know you know you'll hear more about different Smash Bros in like the months to come whatever, and people were saying like oh my god did IGN leak Super Smash Brothers four of all on 3DS and, blah, blah, blah. and it's like it's IGN. Do you think like Nintendo with all their secrets? Just had you know, had IGN leak something like that. Yeah, you know Nintendo's got so many stuff close to the, the chest, and like I'll admit it, I'd, I'd love uh, Smash Brothers on 3DS, even if it was just like a melee remake or something like that. That'd be awesome. In 3D, I I would love it, of course. But it, you'd think like IGN would like leak something like that from Nintendo, of all places. I don't know. Um, to answer well, the question. Oh, address the second part of that question where it says, you know, what do you think the primary selling point would be? As much as I d- don't want to admit it, all the consoles are moving more and more into the dominate the living room strategy, and that's, you know, playing Netflix and streaming internet stuff and doing more and more non-gamey things. Mm-hmm. And so I, I suspect the next consoles will only be, only half of it will be like, oh, look how much hardware it has, look how much graphics it can render. The other half will be we have content deals with these 10,000 movie studios and we have Netflix and we have you know YouTube and we have all this stuff and Facebook all oh, our console has Facebook and like it's going to be more of that unfortunately you so, know what what I'm a little worried about um, cuz you know like that that does, sounds great and all I, I agree with you but like Nintendo like always talks about how they they want to innovate with their next console. They just don't want to make Wii HD and just say, like, oh, that's it. It's just Wii button HD. Um, Although I would buy a Wii HD, but go on. Yeah, I, I would, too. I'm not going to lie. I totally would, too. Um, but the the thing is... Oh, gosh, I lost my train of thought. Um, I'm a little worried about, like, all the, the 3D push because, you know, N- Nintendo has been thinking about 3D for years. They've even said it. And, you know, 3DS is a great idea because... You don't. Ha- you it's can like glasses. Change- yeah, it's those glasses. <laughs> Absolutely. You can like you can change the uh, the uh, the level of 3D and all that. That's great. And I think the portability is really what sells the 3DS. Just having that on the go. I I'm worried about Nintendo buying into like 3D as the actual future because I don't think that's where we're going as a medium. Uh, like it's almost like 3D is like kind of like a fad again. But mm-hmm. I guess not as much as it, it used to be. I think now that we have the technology and all that, like it, it's great to have like the 3D on the go, especially when you can you know adjust it so it's not even there. But I worry about 3D on a console, like Sony's doing. I I just don't want that to be Nintendo's innovation for the next system. And I don't think next year will be even when we hear glimpses of it. Well, what happened to head tracking? Like to me, head tracking is more important than 3D. Mm-hmm. Like head tracking, that gives the game that sense of, you know, reality where it's it's bending and it, and it feels like you're looking in at the real scene. 3D is just this. That's the gimmick from the 80s of just oh, it pops out at you and it pokes you no in the word. face. And, yeah, head uh, tracking would be fantastic. We've already seen it work with Wii technology, yeah. so make it happen. Exactly. Well, and plus that, I mean. 
I know a lot of people hate the whole motion control gimmick, whatever, but like it would make games more immersive, more realistic if your movements did matter. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. the duck and cover, the tilt of the sides, so you avoid it kind of thing. I mean, if you got a little out of hand, you'd knock your whole room over, but... That's connect. Maybe wore that. Did you see the... Uh, I haven't seen like the actual video, but I saw like the story about like they have like something for connect where it's like air guitar... And they're like, oh, oh this is like the oh. future of Guitar Hero and all that. There are tons and tons of Connect hacks. If you just look around, mm-hmm. there's the lightsaber hack. There's the turn the view into a mutant hack. Like, there's all these little sub projects using Connect. They're so funny. No, you can find anything. There's even like a, um, like this really nasty like like sex application someone made. Oh, it was like like everyone's playing with Connect, doing really weird things, but. Dude, J- Japan's gonna make it happen. <laughs> you, you, you just know. Yeah. Um, the last question we have before we, you know start to take some in the chat for the twenty minutes left of the show slash VGAs, it comes from Kirby Chew, and we have a picture of the new PlayStation Move Sharpshooter. Now, granted, it's not the Connect boat, um, but it's. <laughs> It's kind of comparable to the uh, the Wii Zapper. So he says, would you guys prefer the Sharpshooter or the Wii Zapper? Um, I, I got to say, if you could vote neither, sure. Yes. But overall, the Sharpshooter looks so much better mm-hmm. than the Wii Zapper. Just thinking about practicality and just like how the overall design is for what you're actually going to be using it for. If you're going to be playing you know, Link's crossbow training, right. then you can get away with the Wii Zapper. But if you're gonna go for more hardcore titles like the like the PS3 is gonna go for like, like if they're gonna make 4, this yeah. for SOCOM 4 probably Resistance 3 and Killzone 3 sorry, then this is gonna be great. I mean it, it's a decent setup it looks like. What as, the uh, hell? TMZ is on the VGAs now they, and they're doing a leaked well. Pac-Man call where he's going waka 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 waka. Oh, they had spotted Kratos before. Uh oh, now I see Reach. This is a uh. good thing. Anyway, you're right. Uh, Sharpshooter looks so much better than the Wii Zapper. I'm sorry, Nintendo, but you you try at peripherals, but when someone actually puts you know design thought into it and makes hmm. it decent, then you know it's going to be pretty good. Speaking of peripherals, here at Wii Speaks dying. Yes, and I've had a couple <laughs> people actually coming in by Wii Speak, and I didn't want to tell them that like. Yeah, it's on its way out. <laughs> um, it was Nintendo's one shot at like kind of like joining the big dogs of online, and now it's like dying. <laughs> is that Nathan Fillion? It is Nathan Fillion. Would have been an amazing Nathan Drake. Dude, totally. Why if Mark? I ever get into these game awards, I'm gonna have Chuck Norris do my MC. Yeah. <laughs> and then like he'd be saying like over nine thousand, and everyone just like fangasms. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, no, I'd agree. Like the uh, the you know sharpshooter looks better. That's for sure. I mean, it's a little more realistic. Um, the sharpshooter links crossbow training is apparently really good. Okay. So like I I won't I'll, I'll give it that. But not gonna I, it, I look yeah. at the Wii Zapper and it's it just looks more like a shotgun than right. than anything else really. And this actually looks more realistic. And with it you know being you know kind of sharper and more accurate I'd, I'd lean towards this but but just the location of the the nunchuck or the you know 
control the peripheral whatever i don't care but yeah the wii zapper has it all the way in the back because for the wii but, zapper i think you still need to press the buttons on the remote this looks like right. you have you know your left hand on the analog and then your right hand back at the trigger right but i just think the the sharpshooter is a much better setup like you still have access to the buttons and all but it's just located differently you're holding it more like an assault rifle instead of a shotgun. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they have the uh, the rifle support in the back there to put into your shoulder, and it, it's more, you know, realistic. It's more practical for what you're actually going to be using it for. Right. So I think just from a design perspective and how they set it up and what they're going to be using it for, I think the sharpshooter is much better than the Wii Zapper. I hate shooting games, except Borderlands. <laughs> That's a shooter. That's different. Please explain that. How is that different? <laughs> <laughs> Call you out on it. I, just, I don't know. I just well, first off, that game's not on the Wii, so it doesn't even qualify for the Zapper. What the hell is going? I, this is so weird when you don't have sound and you see this guy like falling down and moving backward. I mean, God. Yeah. But be... the girl's cute, so oh, does it really God. matter? Yes, it still does. I I don't know. Um, There's Neil Patrick Harris too. So yeah, how how is what what is the difference between a shooter and a shooting game? <laughs> okay, what I what I mean by shooter is I don't like the the games that focus on the point and shoot aspect, like uh, rail shooter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess rail shooters is kind of the ones I hate. I hate the duck hunt games. I hate the. Um, uh, was it? You just said this. I'm gonna go. Uh, Link's crossbow training. That's fun for a gimmick for like ten minutes, and then I get really tired of it. It's a tech yeah, demo. The, the the sit and point and shoot thing versus actually, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, I think I get you. But we're doing another like, world like, premiere. I guess let me put it okay. this way: if I played Borderlands on the Wii, if it did exist on the Wii, I would not use any wrapper peripherals. I would just keep them separate, nunchuck and Wii remote. I don't use any gun handle things. Right. So we got another world premiere here. Uh, it is the new SSX game that Kotaku was talking about. Yeah. SSX? Like the what? snowboarding? Yes. Like the oh snowboarding. God. Why won't this series die? <laughs> it's called SSX Deadly. Is it Asc- Deadly Ascent. Not Ascent. It's a cover up. It's Mass Effect 5. <laughs> <laughs> Resistance seven, yeah. <laughs> Halo three and a half. Like they're making it look so like hardcore and like adventurous. Like this is yeah, this is really gritty for SSX. Yeah, I know. This is like SSX meets Black Ops. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking that exactly. <laughs> Call of Duty on snowboard. <laughs> it was just a flare. Yeah. What the hell is going on? This is so weird. Oh, and then it's done. Of course it's done. It's got, like, safety flares. and Deadly descents. It totally what? looks like sex when it's... Was he, like, a flying squirrel in. at the end there? <sighs> yeah, he was. Like, he's, like, like you know, parachute, uh, like, flaps under his arms. Oh, my gosh. Not that. <laughs> Call of SSX. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And then we still have to see, you know, the show's going to end with Uncharted 3. So that was the big, you know, you know, big leak, Modern I guess. Modern Snowboard that, 2. You know, Uncharted, uh, 
was it was that even Drake's descent or Drake's deception? <laughs> Drake's deception was that. Yeah. I was say if it was like Drake's descent and then like deadly descent, like too too much too much of that, like too much epic with epic yarn and epic Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's probably what the show is gonna end with. Um, Uncharted three. Um, we can take a couple more mail time questions with the uh, the ten minutes we have left. So let, let's do that. I think the Debaga said he had one. Let's stall for time. Exactly. This is like the second thing we do best, aside from you know, Go on tangents, tangents, and then oh, it's kind of tied with um, technical difficulties and starting episodes late. Darkrai says Minecraft beta. Oh yeah, Minecraft is going into beta on December twentieth. And so you have to pay a full price for it, and so they can make even Soon. more money. That's great for them. Yeah. I know. I'm so jealous. But have any? I'd love to have five million dollars sitting in my bank account. Yeah. It would be nice. <laughs> Mop top. Like he doesn't have yeah. to share either. He, like, yeah. he made that himself. MopTop11 says, with the year almost over, what has been your greatest gaming achievement? Oh, my Reaching God. Reaching level 69 with Roland. Woo! <laughs> Getting 40 hours into Persona 3, like, seriously, I should not have been as hooked to that game as I was. It was it was almost bad as far as, you know, how much I was playing that game when I still didn't have a job and I was playing 7, 8 hours a day. There's that, that, that was like 40 hours in one week. Yeah, it was pretty insane. It was. So I like, was watching you grind, like, dude. <laughs> really? That was probably my biggest achievement. Yeah. I don't know what mine would be. Mine's just finishing the semester alive, basically. And uh, now that I have time for games. Are, are you saying saying school is a game? Yes, that's all it is to me. It's just a, a game that I pay. Not sixty dollars for, but thousands and thousands of dollars. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, if I you know finish the achievement and get gold slash distinction on all the events in uh, in Hot Pursuit, that would be pretty intense because it's a hundred G each for those, mm-hmm. and some of the events are really difficult. Like I've spent at like an hour and a half on at least on just one event trying to get gold. Honestly, whenever whenever perfect. someone buys Hot Pursuit, I just tell them that my brother's playing the hell out of the game. Yeah, that's like all I do. <laughs> um, good question from Epsilon One Twenty Five. Do you think a good story can make up for bad gameplay? I think good story nope. can make uh, it can make up for mediocre gameplay, yeah. not bad gameplay. If I don't care about gameplay, I'll watch a movie. But if I'm playing a game, I'm playing a game. And you want it to be at least decent. Yes. There's a term, unplayable. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's not going to make up for a terrible game, mm-hmm. gameplay-wise. It's just, you're, there's going to be a limit to what you can handle. Like, just your gaming instinct. It's like, okay, this is awful. There's not much more of this I can take. And as you're going to say, if, if the gameplay is going to be bad, just watch yeah. it. Like, like, I can even throw down Borderlands as an opposite example. The storyline is terrible. Yes. It's like the most predictable, trite, silly thing you've ever heard in a story. Mm-hmm. But because the gameplay is so fun, I just don't care. I don't play for the story at all. I play for loot and level ups. I mean, it's just the game is so fun. Yeah. 
Is but when you have a game that's like a struggle to play and you just you really don't enjoy doing what you're doing, the story had better be like amazing to maintain my curiosity. But even then, I'm just like, you know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> Isn't that Mario, basically? Like, yeah. hardly any story, but it's just like all gameplay. And it works. Yeah. Questions from Major Moses. What do you think of the new Star Wars Battle for... I mean, Rurouni Kenshin Wait. PSP game. Uh, not really going to pay attention to it because it's on the PSP. Exactly. The Dobaga. <laughs> Ask your question again. Yes. If it was for the DS, then yes, I'd care a whole lot more. But not if it's the PSP. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to play it. Yes. Yeah, PSP just, can go... Yeah. <laughs> Ask your what controller question again. PSP squirrels. Yes, Devaga, you had a question. And what are they doing? They're doing more Black Ops stuff? This is annoying. Stop with the Black Ops. Oh, if Black Ops won Game of the Year. Seriously? No. And they no, rendered in the trophy don't. in gameplay. Don't end it like this. Oh, he won not best like character. Not like this. He's not the. the he's the not the best character. Seriously. Oh come on. He is not the character of the year. Fail. Dude, this show's trash. Not our yeah. show. <laughs> yes, our show. <laughs> <laughs> so self-deprecating. <laughs> Mop Top made an amazing reference. Oh God, no, God, no, <laughs> yeah. no! Do do, do 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 do. <laughs> uh, Debago, what is, in your opinion, the best controller design that's been made so far? Erm, um, I have an interesting response to that. I didn't go for it because I don't have one. I was gonna say, well, like, it. Each controller like brings something in that's amazing, and then like falls horribly somewhere else. Like, for example, I love the GameCube layout, and I would give the GameCube control the the win, the winning trophy or blue ribbon, or whatever. Except for the except Z button. The Z button. Yes. <laughs> Major drawback. The Z button is the most failed position, failed awkwardness to click it, and the analog L and R kind of I don't know, they're okay. And so you come over to uh, PS2. That's probably one of the best because it's got the, you know, the L1, L2, or L2. A lot of buttons you can access with all your fingers. makes good use of your fingers. But I hate the position of the two sticks. I like the stick being swapped with the D-pad like it is on GameCube and Xbox. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, so like every controller just has trade-offs. So there's really not really a, a concise winner. Like, I don't know, I guess you could say Xbox is kind of a good balance. The, the new Xbox, well, not the original Xbox, the original Xbox were fat, ugly pieces of crap. But, uh. So here comes the Lawrence of Arabia inspired Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception. And this game looks so good. That's really all there is to it. He's Dude, that's Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Seriously, uh, like, you look at his face, and that's not Mark Wahlberg. And have you heard about like the plot of the story that they're planning to do for the Uncharted movie? It's like it's not oh. even an Uncharted movie. It's like some really? guy has his own idea. And it's like and it looked it'd be you know Mark Wahlberg and it'd be Robert De Niro and let's just slap Uncharted on it for the hell of it. Ew! It's a joke. I think one of the main reasons that Mark Wahlberg was chosen is that he just worked on a movie with the director. Yeah. So it was recent experience. It's like oh hey, he was good in this 
movie what it was like the fighter or something yeah that it's like hey let's put him on for well then they they should have put christian too. bale on it too christian bale oh good for you oh, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> there it is all right oh man they're showing some gameplay and oh man it looks so epic <laughs> oh look at look it's at that Oh, it's oh, a, this is oh 11, it's 11. 11, 11. 11, 11, 11. Man. Which other See, like, they're, they're going to mooch the hell out of that. <laughs> 12, 12, 12. It's the last one. Critical <laughs> numbers. Um, But no, you're, you're absolutely right about, like, the game. I don't know. I, it's it's also easy to say just NES. Like, it, it's hard no. to... It's hard NES to is a freaking rectangle. <laughs> Super NES, rounded edges. That one's yeah. okay. Okay, that works. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't say it's Wii. I mean, Wii does you know oh. great things, but there are so many. One and two buttons. Yeah. If you're holding it, you know, vertically. The thing, well, the point. One I, and two I think what it comes down to is every controller has a focus. You play different games with different controllers, or in Kinect's case, no controller at all. Oh man. And I, red... I guess I would say for like for what it did for so long or is still doing PS2 controller. Yeah, uh, PS2 is probably the the most most centric, the most balanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I'm getting used to 360 controller a lot with you know how many. Um, I mean, it's it's like others, of course, with uh, you know how many buttons they can put in, and still make it feel responsive and fluid, and not make things too awkward. But not but, the D pad. It's, it's not. It's the D pad that holds back the 360. That's the drawback of 360. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting now. Uh, well, yeah, and also I hate the uh, the stick buttons, the click. Yeah. Oh yeah. So could be better, but. So Red Dead Redemption wins Game of the Year. Yay! Really? Okay. Never heard of it. <laughs> it's it's Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West. I know. That, that's really odd. <laughs> I kind of dislike that there's a zombie version of it, but yeah. what are you going to do? At least it's not Black Ops. Ugh. I still might pick up Black Ops, like just like rent it, not buy it. I need to come out with White Ops just to make fun of it. <laughs> and it'd be a black dude as the main character. <laughs> <laughs> So that's all the news that has come from the Spike Video Game Awards. They are rolling credits right now. Jeff Keeler. Um, oh, we we would answer Cyberlink's question, but he's going to do an "It's Your Turn" in a couple minutes when we when I finish plugging the Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards. Um, I don't know, like you know, Master Fossils, I guess, has you know already tallied the votes and stuff like that. You know, I just, I just want to say, no. I do need time to pull stuff together. So I'll, I'll just tell you about it. Um, so the Game of the Year Awards, next time we're going to, we already put in, you know, uh, nominees. And uh, we, let's see. We have, I guess, we already voted. So we have, uh, you know, contest winners. So we're going to do a pre-show with the Debaga. Is going to, you know, we're going to try doing like some, a bunch of different people imitating characters and we're going to script stuff so it's going to be a little pre-show kind of like a red carpet premiere I guess and then um, for the actual episode 77 I'm going to try to get different people 
And that looks like the, it's giving me the middle finger. That's awesome, Spike. Thank you. That that last logo looked like me giving me the finger. Um, <laughs> That's terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, episode seventy-seven is going to be the um, the actual Game of the Year awards, and they're running it again. They, it's so distracting me. This video is so distracting. Um, so I'm going to get different people from Show Me News' past to read off nominees, and we're going to, you know, they're going to actually you know say who wins, and then we're going to give like just a little commentary about it. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's what the next one is. It's going to be probably more work than actual an episode, actually an episode, which is kind of weird because we're going to be moving and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. oh my goodness, it's in two That's weeks. It's Christmas. Slip. And we'll That's ridiculous. we'll have to talk about what we got for Christmas and all that good stuff on episode seventy-eight when we'll be back to this format again. You already know what I got. I got a new apartment. That's pretty That's much what what's gonna, gonna be. It's, it's gonna be for both yeah. of us. <laughs> Jeez. Like we ser- we seriously like blew like most of our money. Any gifts we get will come from family and and friends and stuff. Like we spent so like I I bought like three Xboxes to get in that, afford that U-Haul basically. Yeah. I mean, our, our basically our Christmas gifts to each other, you know, Sordi and I are gonna be like, yeah, paying for the TV. That's yeah, <laughs> that, that's our, that's our gift to each other. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's you know, show me your news covers the VGAs and Neil Patrick Harris is shooting people with a rifle. That is exactly the image we needed to end the show with. And with that, with that, I'm Yoko. I'm the Buzzsaw. And I'm Sword Hunter. So let's pass it off to Cyberlink and this week's... It's your turn! This week's It's Your Turn comes from Cyberlink420, discussed the NBC3 Dragoon Project. We all remember that infamous leak from the Brawl Days giving away intimate details about the game, but has the same happened for the February 2011 fighter? Listen and find out. Warning. The following It's Your Turn may potentially contain massive spoilers for Marvel vs. Capcom 3 if it proves true including the game's remaining roster, final boss, and details of certain characters' endings. If you don't want to risk knowing ahead of time, skip ahead or stop listening now. You have been warned. Flashback to a few months prior to the release of Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Anticipation was at an all-time high, and as a result, crowds of users were coming forth claiming to have somehow obtained information about the game leaked from a source inside Nintendo. Naturally, 90% of these were absolute crap, but there was one that stood out above the rest. Provided by a user who has since been nicknamed the Dragoon Prophet by Smash Brothers enthusiasts, the lists include characters, stages, and items, including one described in great detail based on the Dragoon from Kirby's Air Ride. Naturally, the list was disregarded until a few weeks later, when the Dragoon item was announced for the game, designed exactly as the Prophet foretold. In time, this user's other predictions all came true as well, and since, he has gone down in pre-release hype history for many gamers. Now, nearly three years later, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Fate of Two Worlds is a mere two months from launch, and anticipation and the number of alleged roster leaks are at an all-time high. However, after many disappointments, MVC3 fans may have finally found their own Dragoon Prophet. On October 6, 2010, a Twitter user by the name of Lupinco posted on his Twitter that he had a secret source who had some level of involvement with the game and claimed it would include, but not be limited to, the following as of then unannounced characters. Magneto, Storm, Sentinel, Shumagorath, Taskmaster, She-Hulk, Modok, Crimson Viper, the Resident Evil 5 version of Jill Valentine, the Mega Man X version of Zero, Shenko, Mike Hager, Arthur complete with boxers, 
and quote, what looks to be Black Widow 1. Though the list didn't mesh with previous character deconfirmations and hints dropped by those close to development, the list was for the most part ignored like so many others. A mere two days later at New York Comic Con, Marvel and Capcom confirmed the inclusion of Nathan Spencer, Arthur, Magneto, and MODOK in the game, affirming the inclusion of three of the characters mentioned on Lupinco's list. However, due to the relative obscurity of the list and the overall predictability of Arthur and Magneto's inclusion, the list went unregarded for the most part. But this mysterious individual was not one to give up. On November 5th, Lupinco posted a supposedly complete version of the roster both on his Twitter and on the NeoGAF message board. This list contained all of the announced characters as well as those he had previously mentioned, save for the one his source originally thought to be Black Widow. He had since corrected himself that it was actually the Phoenix. The list also mentioned recurring Street Fighter villain Akuma, as well as confirming that Jill and Shumagorath would be DLC characters. Again, many continued to take the list with a grain of salt, even following the November 15th announcement of Zero and She-Hulk, who had both been previously teased by Capcom. Vindication came the very next day, however, when a GameStop leak led to Capcom officially announcing the game's release date, as well as a collector's edition of the game that included vouchers good for free downloads of Jill and Shumagora. With its most unlikely prediction proven, the list spread like wildfire, eventually garnering a news post about it on noted fighting game community site Shoryuken. Lupinco dropped a few more tidbits about certain characters, but with both massive amounts of praise from those who chose to believe, and enraged posts from skeptics either to try and prove it wrong, he decided to stop posting this leaked information on message boards, quote, in fear of Nitsuma and Kasada sending an army of sentinels and vital suits after me. The following day, Lupinco posted that due to the heat he was getting, any new information he obtained would be posted exclusively on his Twitter account, and he recapped the following character-specific details. Mike Hager, the Final Fight series former wrestler-turned-mayor, would share some moves with Zangief as the two had in previous games, but only to an extent. His heavy attack involves wielding a lead pipe, and one of his basic hyper moves involved him repeatedly punching an opponent with a single arm, similar to Crackerjack in Street Fighter EX. His level 3 super is a variation on Sangief's final atomic buster, ending with a pile driver from multiple camera angles, much like Frank West's level 3 super in Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. Crimson Viper, the double agent who debuted in Street Fighter 4 last year, would be able to perform high-priority, guard-breaking EX moves similar to her first appearance by using the exchange button in place of the basic attack buttons consuming some of her Hypro Combo Bar each time. Viper would also be able to use one of Street Fighter 4's focus attacks as a special, quote, which may have potential for assist traps. X-Men member Jean Grey has two different forms. Normally she fights as the Phoenix, but if she dies while all five bars of her Hyper Combo Meter are filled, her health will completely regenerate and she will be resurrected as the Dark Phoenix. One of her specials involves shooting out Phoenix symbols that can stay stationary, similar to Urien's Aegis Reflector in Street Fighter 3, or suddenly launch forward. She can also set sections of the ground on fire, much like Sub-Zero freezing the ground in Mortal Kombat. Marvel Mercenary Taskmaster, and for you Marvel fans, the original version, not Udon's, is armed with both a shield that allows him to do reversals, much like Gokin, and arrows that can be shot straight upwards or downwards. True to comic Taskmaster's ability to mimic any physical movement he sees, he's sort of like Seth in that he has variations of other characters' moves as normals, such as Spider-Man's web swing and Captain America's charging star. The next week, on November 24th, Lupinco reconfirmed both Shenko of Darkstalkers fame and Akuma for the roster, as well as confirming that both Akuma and Taskmaster would be unlockable characters. He also stated that Storm and Sentinel are very similar gameplay-wise to their MVC2 counterparts, but Storm wears her current costume, and Sentinel uses a more modernized version of his Capcom design, particularly noting more details in the shoulder area. 
He also stated that players would be able to save their favorite teams and assists so they could quick select them instead of having to reselect them each time, and confirmed that unlike Street Fighter 4, taunts could not be canceled. He also elaborated a bit on cameo appearances, mentioning that Final Fight's Poison cameos in the city-based stage, Ghost Rider appears in Dante's ending, and surprising no one, both Phoenix Wright and Miles Edgeworth of the Ace Attorney series would show up in She-Hulk's ending. Perhaps the most intriguing thing teased by Lupin Co. during this spree was the revelation of the game's final battle. Initially, the battle features both Doctor Doom and Albert Wesker fighting simultaneously against the player, but after defeating them, you go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Marvel's resident planet-eater himself, Galactus, who is apparently larger than Apocalypse, Onslaught, and Abyss of the previous Marvel vs. Capcom games. Abilities include a snapback move where he flicks you off the screen like a bug, and an unblockable move where he grabs you with both hands and squishes you, avoidable only by super jump. It wasn't until December 9th that the supporting evidence began pouring in again. On that day, both Storm and Viper were confirmed, and true to the leak, Storm wore her current costume, and Viper had both EX moves and a focus attack special. It seemed the truth had finally come through. That said, if all of this information is really true, I'm curious as to people's reactions. Are you surprised at any of these characters' inclusion? Who among the supposed remaining fighters are you most excited for? Is there anyone you're particularly surprised to see missing from the roster? Do you think these 38 are a good selection as a whole? And how many more DLC characters do you think they'll add after Jill and Shuma? It might be a while before we find out for sure if the rest of Lupin Co.'s leak is true, as Capcom has said they plan to reveal characters slowly leading up to next year's release. However, real or not, I think I speak for everyone when I say I can't wait for February, when we all get taken for a ride once again. Dude, Mexican juice, get on that. Mass Effect. It's my time. Yeah, and I still have Kotor that I haven't played yet. 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 That was my bad. That, that was my bad. You are bad. <laughs> oh gosh, I tried to open the uh, what was it? I tried to open like a tab, you know, for the stories, and I guess it opened another copy of me streaming. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's not Dane Cook. <laughs>